because obviously when you're very successful and make a lot of money you look like this yeah that's that embodies it yeah all right i'm wearing fake gucci sweatpants i don't know if you saw these oh wow those are cool that's super cool no it's not i bought it for three dollars check the mic and make sure it sounds right boys mr gorbachev turn up this podcast I'm in this for the money and the pussy, and they're both falling off the trees. Sup, everybody? Hey. Welcome to the Reasonable Doubt Podcast. As always, we, we are, are your hosts. Here, whoop, C. Griff. And J. Money. Welcome to the cool crew. Wow. It's the cool episode where we look cool. Jazz time. Jazz, will you fix that? What? Oh, fix? my sleeve? Yeah. Fix that. Fix. God damn it. Yeah, I'll fix it. Drives me. Oh, my God. Fucking drive me crazy. Drives me fucking insane. Oh Why so there we go. No, you're good. Now, now we look now good. Now you look bougie. Uh, I don't know if you know what our favorite baseball team is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's a little obvious. I'm actually, I'm regretting having it undone. I'm going to do it up a little. <laughs> I don't want the whole world seeing my tum-tum. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't need to see that. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, they, you don't want to see him in your tum tum, then they'll know that you've been uh, juicing GH. Yeah, they, I got the growth hormone going. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, it's just going to my organs, not my height. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm also Dude, a size you, 15 do shoe. Do you think if you took like epimoralin, um, if you took epimoralin and like, so if epimoralin, uh, I think it's IBF7. Yeah. If you, uh, and like sermoralin, if you took those, that you would actually grow in height. I hope so. I think the thing limiting they, you they, is your bones. They cue your pituitary gl- gland to release more growth hormone. Yeah, but I think our bones are fused now. Yeah, but like, maybe maybe you haven't had maybe you haven't had enough growth hormone. Maybe maybe you got. I'm snacking. totally secure in my height. I know, but maybe you'd have a growth spurt. What do you think, dude? If I was like six feet tall, it would suck. It would suck for everybody else because I would be fucking unstoppable. Like 6'2 in boots? You kidding me? Fucking world's not ready for it. For what? Tall Josh. What if I was tall? Like you are. I'd be like the only reason I'm not tall is because everything about me is so great that if I was also tall, it wouldn't be fair. That's why God did this. Or maybe you look disproportionate. I would look disproportionate. Actually, no, I think I'm good because I think my feet and my hands are that of a taller man. They are, but I can't imagine you being longer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I can't separate your head from your feet in my mind. Yeah? Like if we looked eye to eye when we stood at each other. Uh, Like we look eye to eye all the time. No, but like if I was like right in front of you and we were like even height. It wouldn't bother me. It'd be when I'd see you walking. I'd be like, he looks looks clunky. I look like a stick bug. Yeah, I'd be like, what's wrong with him? (laughs) It would take a while to get used to. The world is built for guys that are five foot nine. Yeah, it is. It's not built for people my size. And it's even less so built for guys like six, six up. Yeah, it's brutal. It's got to be fucking awful. Dude, you want your head on shit? Not only that, you want to know something? You go to a fucking... You want to get a shoes on sale? Good fucking luck, man. Yeah, no. Because they and make that, four. They yeah. make four shoes at size 16. Yeah, yeah. I hope you buy one. It's brutal. It's actually very... Like, even size 12, like, size 12, just by the time things come around for sale, there's no size 12. Yeah, I'm size 12. Are you? you yeah. Get, you just get good deals on shoes? No. No, never. No, never. You go to a thrift store? Yeah, fuck that. Never. Not never. once. No. Or like, size 13s, you'll see size 13s, but there's like two shoes. Yeah, but there's there's more guys at size 12 than size 13. A lot more, yeah. A lot more. Like, once also, you cross... a lot of guys, a lot of guys wear size 12, and they like fall around in them, but they want to say they're a size 12. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's the case with thing. you, because I know you have hobbit feet. I do have hobbit feet. But, <laughs> it's actually fucked. Yeah, you have gigantic feet. Mm-hmm. But it's because my my penis so small. Oh, okay. I'm just like... Like m- miniature. Yeah. Like, I got to find it sometimes. Like comically small. Comically small. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I put a little red wig on it and paint a red nose because it's so... <laughs> it's a clown. You know what I mean? Yeah. It shoots a flower that like shoots water at you. Yeah. It's got one of those. I can fit 37 of them in a car. <laughs> wow. 
Um, That's a classic restaurant bit. Okay, sorry. I get it out. It's like, all right, it's five minutes before close, but one clown car showed up. How many people could it possibly be? It does. It does happen all the time, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I think the whole, like, people showed up right before it closed. I think those people suck that yeah, complain about it. Because it's like, you're, not you're closed. open. You're, you're open. open. You know what yeah. I mean? People also do it like it's an hour and a half before close time. And they're like, I can't believe I just got sat at four. People, <laughs> okay. People I know that bitch about, like, 40 minutes before close. Yeah. We work with one. Um, and they'll be like, I can't believe they came in. We closed in 40 minutes. And mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, that's a perfectly reasonable amount of time to turn that table. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they're here 10 minutes after close. Like, yeah. fuck off. You know how long it takes me to eat in a restaurant? Yeah. Like, 25 minutes. Yeah, max. Mm-hmm. I'm conditioned like that, though. Yeah, that's a lifetime of eating over a garbage can. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's not, actually. It's not. It's really bad for you. It is. Yeah, we eat too fast. We eat too fast. And it's actually, like, every three days I'll eat something, and it'll be the first time I've used a utensil. Yeah. In three days. Yeah, like, <laughs> you work in a kitchen long enough, and you get accustomed to making sandwiches and wraps yeah. and, and eating stuff with your hands. Yeah, yeah. Like, eating a wrap, like, most people, if you eat a wrap, they go corner to corner as they bite down. You just gotta I, go, ha. Huh. <laughs> yeah, when you're chewing off your palm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got something I wanted to talk about. Okay. There was a flight to Europe coming out of Atlanta this week that had to get turned around. Why? I want you yeah, I'll give you one guess as to why this plane had to get turned around and it ruined everybody's day. Think of the worst thing that could happen on a plane. Somebody shit themselves. Someone shit themselves. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. Wicked sick with diarrhea and hopped on a plane to Europe. Uh, I don't know like if people five know. Or six hour flight? No. Flights to Europe are like 10 hours. Really? Yeah. And they made it one hour before violently shitting themselves. They shit themselves and it was so bad that liquid shit was running up and down the aisle as they were flying. And it was so bad that they had to turn the plane around and rip all the carpet and upholstery out of the plane because it had soaked in so bad. What? It was that bad. Oh, my God. Dude, can you imagine sitting near that dude? I know. That's what I'm saying. Guy or a girl? Guy or a girl? Girl. Of course. Girl poop smell worse. Oh, they're terrible. (laughs) Yeah. That's a guy who smelled a lot of poop. Yeah, girl I, poop is the worst. Yeah, as a plumber. <laughs> yeah, I guess you. No, you know what? Poop. You, you joke, but I will say this: women are fucking. You sit on your high horse yeah, I know. about how dirty we are. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare, bitch! I've been in your bathroom. Yeah, and it is atrocious. I've cl- I've cleaned bathrooms for work before. Yeah, men's and women's public bathrooms. Men's how ha- men smell grosser mm-hmm. just all the time because they like, smell like dude but i will say it's an overall much cleaner experience women it's a fucking you, you walk in and you're Anarchy. like it smells like grossness masked by perfume yeah it smells like vanilla shit yeah vanilla shit yeah it does <laughs> and then it's like you look around and you're like oh my god how did you get blood six feet up the wall I don't know, but how did you get shit on top of the? It looks like a ritual sacrifice, dude. It there's shit like I'll go in, I have to do a job, and there's shit like halfway up the wall. Yeah, and I'm like, how? They're just shitting in their hands and clapping. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay! Is that your is that your impression of a woman? (laughs) I pooped! I pooped! (laughs) Woo! And they shit just sprang everywhere. You know what guys do, though, that girls don't do in public bathrooms? What? A fucking sprinkling of pubes. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Look at, look, if you're at a urinal, look down. It's like someone finishes up, grabs a fucking (laughs) mitt full, and like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why they do Dude, they get them on top of the urinal? They get them on top of the urinal. It's like stuck to the stainless. (laughs) How'd you get it all How the fuck did you... You put it in your hand and like... <laughs> like fucking pubes. I love it. It's so funny. You know what though? I've seen a study. They they were doing it in bars in like Denmark or something like that. Okay. Uh, they were having a lot of trouble with guys just pissing all over the bathroom yep. when they're drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just pissing on the walls and shit. Pissing on sinks. 
pissing on mirrors. Okay, uh, real quick, I want to interject here. Yeah. Uh, this makes me laugh because people always look at those countries like Denmark and shit, and they're like, look at how refined they are. Oh, and they've socialism figured out. And it's like, they are fucking degenerate. Just like people. everyone else. <laughs> Just like us. <laughs> Just like everyone else. When guys get drunk and they go to the bathroom, they piss on shit. Yeah. You know so what I mean? So go ahead, continue. The way they fixed it was by putting like a little game in the urinal. It was like, you know, uh, when you go to a carnival and you squirt water in the clown's mouth? Yeah. It was like that. It was like a target with like a little hole in the middle. And if you piss And in. if you pissed enough in there, it would go like, ding, 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 and light up. You didn't win anything, but it was just like a little game. And that's Dude, how I they fixed it. I love that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so stoked. I know. Like, imagine you get a lineup of like eight guys power pissing. Everyone's like, oh! <laughs> Dude, you'd have guys crowd around me like, get it, get it, get it! <laughs> Can I, can I aim your dick for you? <laughs> no, dude, to the left, like this. <laughs> and that's when it stops. <laughs> like one guy's super drunk. Bro, you're missing. Grab it, point it, and then just all the fun ends. <laughs> all right, found the line. Well, we found where the line was, boys. <laughs> oh, man. What would you do if you were having a threesome and your dick fell out and the other guy grabbed it and put it in? I would laugh my ass <laughs> off. I would die laughing. <laughs> I would die laughing. I'd be like, this was already so fucking gay. <laughs> it's not gay to have a threesome. With another dude? That's not gay. It's pretty gay. It's not gay. It's pretty gay. What if you're like best bros? Have we ever fucked a girl together? No, because the yeah, opportunity didn't present super itself. <laughs> but I'm sure there was a time where if the opportunity presented itself, we may have. Like maybe. I yeah, guess. like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you could have caught us on like a handful of nights where that would have happened. Yeah, back back like, yeah, 20-year-old, 21-year-old me, 20-year-old me. Yeah. Yeah, full degenerate face. I would have been like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On enough drugs. On enough drugs. If she's real hot, it's like, well, fuck, well you gotta fuck her. Yeah, I mean, it's double or nothing here. <laughs> Either we're both doing this or neither, or no, of, us neither of us does it. So, I mean, we need to just fucking get this going. <laughs> Grab the other guy by the shoulders. Like, I need you to focus up. <laughs> you fucking get your head in the game. <laughs> we live or die as a team. <laughs> Listen, you fuck this performance up. It looks bad on me, okay? I need you, I need you on your A game. Oh, man. I'm going in, coach. God damn. Yeah, worst thing to say during a threesome. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I fucking love that, actually. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. Put me in, coach. <laughs> You're not getting off the bench. Oh, fuck. All right, okay. What do we got? You got something? Uh, The poop plane. That was a good one. Okay, so can I go? Yeah, you can go. Um, I'm not sure you pay any attention to the news. Not at all. I'm just kidding. I know you do. But there is talk that one of the best ways to ensure democracy is to get rid of immigration and trust that the opinions of the people will be heard by their leaders. This is a political platform happening right now in the United States. What do you mean? Like this is a growing political platform to just start. it's just cancel immigration a hundred percent because they're uh, becoming aware of the fact that like other parts of the world are displacing because they're becoming unlivable. Yeah, like and we mentioned last week's pod. Like we mentioned last week, and so they're like, "We'll just stop that," and then just no more voting. You just trust your leaders to like do the voting for you and i was like that is the worst fucking idea I've we're gonna ever ensure democracy by removing that's, voting that's <laughs> that's literally how they're pitching i'm like that's the opposite they're like it's more like a republic and i'm like that's what we already have first of all yeah, doesn't republic just mean non-monarchy republic no republic specifically refers to um that you elect in because Demo- true democracy doesn't everybody work. votes on every issue. everybody votes on every issue but Which no everyone one has would have we do. don't have the time the resources not also 
like where you can't be educated people on aren't every educated issue. on everything so it, you can't but so what we have instead is that we elect officials to vote for us yes but they're talking about removing that election process altogether then who gets to be in charge who gets to be the elected officials or just the officials that are voting on everything mm -hmm. they're like the most qualified people you just pick, they pick the most qualified people. Yeah, I'm who, like, yeah, but in picking, who you're gets to pick? Voting. Yeah, who gets to pick? Well, the upper echelon of people that oh, are running right. your country. And let me tell you, nepotism runs deep in that community. Yeah. Oh, it's already a problem. You'd actually be surprised how many people are down with authoritarianism if whoever's in charge agrees with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there were a lot of people that were totally down to make Trump president for life because they held the same views as him. Yeah. There were tons of people. That's fucked. Which is totally that, fucked. It's fucked that you're willing to get rid of democracy. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, because people realize that not everyone holds their view. And it's not about having democracy for them. It's about having their voice in power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't, they don't give a fuck about. They only give a fuck about democracy when their guy's not in charge. Yeah, I was gonna say it. It's uh, it's what we've talked about before with like the false dichotomy, right? Yeah, where like they they don't really want the opportunity to debate something and have a democratic system surrounding it. They just want to have their opinion be the right one. Yeah, and then people also love pretending they're a victim when their guy's not in charge. You know what I mean? Yeah. That really yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. riles up a political base when you just lost. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're so downtrodden and no one listens to you. You know what I mean? Nobody listens to And your to kids me. don't talk to you anymore because yeah. you fucking spout off insane shit all the time. Dude. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> get fucking wired off this espresso it's my yeah. fourth one is it this is my second and i'm feeling jittery yeah i'm feeling good but yeah no i thought that was just an absolutely insane proposition the fact that i let's even, try it i even saw it no let's try it no, how do you years. get out of it yeah fair enough you don't there's no coming back <laughs> yeah i don't think uh, whoever's yeah. in charge is going to willingly yeah. give that up let's right? let's be clear here okay folks there are some things you can test run and then if you don't like it you undo it but you need a democratic system in place to undo those things. I wonder who brought this idea up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Someone don't... who would be in charge if yes. this was brought up. Dude, there is some stuff where I, I wish that we could fully just undo certain things that got done. Like the first time homebuyers benefit being canceled. Mm. Uh, why? I want that back. Yeah, I know. I don't want incentives incentives for buying a house for the first time i want my first time home buyer's benefit yeah where like the government just covers my 20 percent yeah whatever like makes up the difference so that you fucking if you put 10 percent down they'll they'll cover the 10 percent to fucking be like oh yeah here you get the canadian mortgage association mm -hmm. insurance or whatever yeah like why why i want that back no gone forever. and they're like no it's got you can't I hate this, that you can't directly undo something that someone else has done. That's like, what if it was good and some fucking moron gets in and then and then un, like takes it away? I want it back. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Like first time home buyer's benefit, that was like some... You know what's really hard for people to do right now? Yeah. <laughs> Buys a, first home. That was a solid liberal move. Uh, the liberal party put that in and I was like, sick, great job. Yeah. Yeah. And then Harper was like, eh. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, got to keep the upper they don't they don't want there. poor people buying homes, especially because our GDP, so much of it is invested in real estate. Yeah, I know. Right. It's a huge part of our economy. Yeah. God, God forbid we had poor people who live here buying homes. You know what yeah, would be a way better idea? Let's have uh, let's have the Chinese Communist Party siphoning money into Canada via real estate on the West Coast. That seems yeah. like a far better. So way you know what's a better things. idea? Have the international space demons building homes for the adrenochrome farms and all the chemicals they're putting in the food to make us infertile and then they bring immigrants in and then the immigrants have a bunch of kids and then no white people exist anymore and then it's white genocide and the jews are happy why don't we do that okay so there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are becoming infertile yeah. do you know about this I think, yeah, like testosterone and sperm counts are just dropping in men. Yeah, for over like 
like over the last six. What if we're just getting more efficient in our sperms? Nope. Instead of having a nope, million okay wrong. guys, nope. you had like 10,000. Look at the population. Buff. Do you think those are fucking cream of the crop? No, it's because people don't want to have kids anymore. Uh, no, I'm going to say right now, it's, it's, it's alarming. In- it's alarming to say the least that our testosterone average has dropped so much. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the fact that like we're seeing sperm counts drop, like skinny jeans. Well, it's not that. It's it, We know for a fact. This is what part of what bothers me. We know for a fact that a lot of it's cla- caused by plastic leaching on food. Yeah, microplastics. A, microplastics is an enormous problem that we have all the research. All the research in the world is like, it's really bad. It's killing people. You mm-hmm. get all sorts of diseases and it's ruining your hormonal complex and like making you infertile. It's fucking terrible yeah, for the people. microplastics are actually fucked and there's like and then they're like oh what are we gonna do it nothing nothing it's like in everything too yeah they're finding microplastics in glacier ice yeah that's fucked yeah. dude we're full of it yeah it's in all the food we eat it's in all the water it's we drink fucked. it is fucked yeah we should not be fucking around with the level of heavy metals in fish oh yeah that's fucked too that's sucks. brutal i know i know you're, you're better cool off to, you're either. better off to eat lower down the food chain. I, I, that's why I like. I will not eat the bugs. No, 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 no. I mean, in the it's sea life. Oh, sea life. Yeah, like uh, so. I I'm switching. Uh, I'm switching. Yeah, uh, like I take omega three fatty acids like uh, mm-hmm. salmon, salmon oils, fish oils and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I've done quite a bit of research on this. They're actually not that good for you unless you source like krill. Yeah. Cod liver oil. Don't you have to eat an insane amount before it even becomes beneficial too? Is that something? You kind of mega dose it. Like the thing, it'll tell you to, like on the bottles, it'll tell you like take one to two. Yeah. I'll tell you this, for years now, I've taken like six a day. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, like I take six a day, but then like I listen to certain guys like Andrew Huberman and shit. Um, and they talk about like taking eight or ten yeah and how many eggs do you have to eat to like make does aren't eggs full of it too so this is another thing salmon roe salmon roe wild alaskan salmon roe is actually really really healthy for you yeah yeah roe is quite healthy i was watching a thing on roe i was got got i was watching bears eat salmon out of the river yeah during spawning season right well sorry i just want to say it's full of dha okay yeah (sighs) it's It's full of DHA, which is, like, really, really good for you. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember what the actual... Like, I know in pregnant women, it has DHA effects, um, like, fetal brain development. Mm-hmm. Like, has a positive impact on fetal brain development. Um, but then, I think in, like, grown people, it helps lower LDLs and the size of the LDL or a uh, ldl or hdl i think high density lipoproteins are the one that are healthier for you okay that don't cause like high cholesterol and plaque and i still don't know what cholesterol is really yeah i don't know i'll do a bit on cholesterol for next time yeah thanks i would like to know what cholesterol is because right now i got no fucking clue i know high on cholesterol yeah so they all work in conjunction like your lipoproteins like hdl and ldl are high density lipoproteins and low density lipoproteins and they directly affect blood pressure plaque in arteries and cholesterol okay and that system like works as one like if you lower your blood pressure your cholesterol you has to come down to do that okay you know what i mean okay so there are certain things like uh, people talk shit, but oats, rolled oats. Who talks shit about oats? Yeah, people are like, yeah, it's gross. It's not that good. It's uh, steel cut oats. If you have steel cut oats, I'm gonna tell you this Motherfucker right now. Motherfucker never had porridge. If you introduce a half a cup of steel cut oats, yeah, to your diet once a day, like five days a week. If you introduce that, I'm not shitting you. You'll drop your cholesterol by twenty percent in two months. That's that is a guarantee. That is a guarantee. Quote like, him on it. That is a known Sue fact. Sue him if he's wrong. That's a known fact that if you do it for like two months, like you should do it your whole life. It's really good for you. But eating oats, they're so fucking good for heart health. It's unbelievable. 
I try my best. I eat nothing but oats. I hate oats, but I try my best to eat them. Why do you hate them? I just I can't I can't love and enjoy them all the time. I'll eat them. I'll eat them, but eating them daily like does drive me kind of nuts. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, I was talking about uh, I was watching a thing. It was like a nature thing on bears eating salmon during uh, spawning season. Yeah, right, because they're trying to bulk up. Okay. Uh, there's so many salmon coming that it's inefficient for them to eat the salmon meat, right? Because yeah, other just, things will steal, like the smaller bears. And the stuff smaller steal. bears get the meat, but the big boys they right? eat the So what they do is they get this fish and they slam it. They put it down on the rock and they squeeze it. Yeah, they put pressure on it. Squirts all the roe out. And then they eat, and then they eat that. And then they eat all the skin off the salmon. Yeah, because it's full of fat. Because it's full of fat. They rip the skin off this salmon. It's still alive during all of this. Yep. They eat all the skin off the salmon, and then they eat its brain. Yeah, I was going to say, and then they eat the head. And then they I just fucking want, they throw it away. Yeah. And I fu- it looked like a fucking massacre, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Like, there's all these bears, and I'm like, I was a little drunk. And I'm watching this, and I'm feeling bad for the salmon. Yeah. Because they're like, they got their mouths open and shit when they're getting skinned. Ah! And they're like, ah! <laughs> like, you know that shit hurts so bad. Yeah. Anyone who's like, fish don't feel. <laughs> they feel that, I'm sure. They, the motherfucker felt that. Yeah. After getting its entire fucking row squeezed out of it. What it's lived its whole life to do. Yeah. Seven years. It's lived its whole life for this. Yeah. That's all it does. And then they just fucking, and then skin it, and then eat its brain, and then print. And then they just do that to another fish. And they'll do that all fucking day. Yeah, they, they sit like, there all day. They'll eat like 200,000 calories. Yeah, I know. That's nuts. It's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. And fucking, you ever see what the male salmon look like during spawning season? They get all fucking weird looking. Like the dog face you're talking about? Yeah, they get that fucking weird face. So, yeah, they hook. They yeah. Hook the face hooks. Yeah. They get that different color. Uh, so all of them get the different color. That's the release. Oh, this is going to drive me nuts. There, this is I'm educating on nature time now. No, there's a chemical. <laughs> there's a chemical that releases. Uh, it's actually really interesting. We've we've done a bunch of research on this. Um, give me one second. Because they only look like that during the end, right? When it's they like change to look like that. Uh, carotenoids. Okay. Uh. Not what they're can. freaky looking motherfuckers though. Mm, a staxon. Okay, yeah. One of the chemicals in carotenoids that gives salmon their red shade is called astaxanthin. Astaxanthin. That okay. sounds right. Do you think so? It- astaxanthin. This is interesting. It's a heavy antioxidant. The reason they turn red is to preserve the muscle tissue to get them further upstream because they stop eating. Yeah. They go into a caloric deficit, obviously, and then just, they don't eat. They just work their way up the stream. Yeah. And so this chemical starts releasing and literally sealing the fish. Yeah. So it keeps them that like, uh, it just like preserves their body. So that they can get all the way up the river and do their job. Because they die right after. They right? die after they spawn, yeah. Fucking what a way to go. I know, come and die. Come and then just like... Come oh. and go. Come and go. That's it. That's life, baby. I would love it. Do you think yeah. if we took a bunch of that shit, we'd get really fucked up? Astaxanthin? Yeah. Um, you think we'd get all red and weird-faced and then... No, I don't know that you would. I think that you can take it in small amounts and it helps with like... Uh, like collagen production in the skin. Okay. Yeah, like I think it's used, I think it gets used in like cosmetic therapies. Okay. I have a feeling. We do Don't that a lot. Me on that. We do that a lot. What, weird shit? Weird shit. Didn't we like, isn't there fish DNA in corn now? Uh, so that it lasts maybe. in the colder? Yeah, corn is so genetically modified up here. As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Corn like the changes in corn has saved like two billion lives. Yeah, let's be let's be clear here. Let's folks. be clear here. People, I'm for people GMOs. are like, oh yeah, GMOs suck. Like, listen, all G- your food GMO is GMO doesn't mean doesn't necessarily mean that 
like GMO doesn't mean that it's a chemically made food. No, it just means it the means genetics that have we've changed. We've altered the genetics so that they survive better. Usually, just and through usually, natural selection. Yeah, or, sorry, artificial selection. Yeah, and, and we do it so that they are like disease resistant. It's mm-hmm. just to ensure bigger food yield production. Yeah, bigger yields, like more efficient growth. Yeah, if you yeah, don't like shorter, GMOs, shorter life cycles, so they produce faster. Look what a carrot used to look like. Yeah, or look, look at, what corn used to look like, or look at what fucking bananas used to look bananas like. Bananas don't with the big fucking yeah. seeds in them and shit. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff, man. Yeah, uh, all like your life wine, to it. Like here, here's an interesting one. So all the wine in France died at one point. Rip. Um, they I can't remember the name of the the disease, but all the wine, like all the grapes, all the grapes, all the vines died. Okay. Uh, from this disease in the roots uh, that they were super susceptible to. And they brought over and grafted pre-existing, like above the root, like actual stock from leftover ones mm-hmm. that they could save and grafted those to roots from, I can't remember the grape, that gets used for cab soap in California. Okay. And grafted them to those roots. And now those roots are what make every... Every wine in France really are grow from those roots. Yeah, mm. they need that root structure because it's resistant to this disease. What's your favorite kind? What's your favorite place that grows wine? What's your favorite wines? France. You like French wine? Yeah, France. Okay, I love France. I know you love France. I love France a lot. But French wine is your favorite wine? French or Italian? I like Italian. Yeah, I like I like white wines from Italy, and I like red wines from France. I prefer Prosecco to Champagne. Uh, me too. I'm I don't really like Champagne. champagne no. Prosecco's nice, though. I, I like, like Prosecco. Prosecco, yeah. Prosecco's better in, like, cocktails, I find, too. Yeah. I like... There's more you can do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Where's your... What is your... Your Italy? You yeah, like, like Italian a, Like, Italian reds, really. Really? I'm not, like, a stickler like on it. specific grapes. I, I just like, like Italian, Italian reds. reds. I like Italian reds, but I always find Italian wines to be um, too weak and fruity. I like the fruity wines. wines. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Easier drinking. I yeah, I know. Like, ever, well, I say that, but then Beaujolais, like people fucking suck Beaujolais' cock, and it's like Beaujolais is not that good. No, I don't like like drinking wine. It's the same thing with beer. It shouldn't be like hard work for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like when people That's really why I'm not fucking, a big IPA guy. I fucking hate IPAs. Yeah, they suck. I, I I don't want it. I I like I understand, and I'll have one and be like, that's good. It's weird because then there is stuff that I enjoy that's m- more work, like sours. Sours I like. Yeah, but I'm not drinking sours all night. I'm not going to drink them all night. I'll have a sour and enjoy it though. Whereas yeah. I have an IPA and I'm like, that's bitter and gross. Yeah. Like, One of the worst experiences I've ever had drinking is I sat down at a table with some new friends. And they're and like, oh, we IPAs. just got a couple pitchers. And I was like, cool. And it was like three pitchers of IPA. Yeah, it's and brutal. Like, oh, I'm not getting out of this. Yeah. It's awful. And the headache and shit. Oh, like, brutal headache. Every See, everyone I talk to says the same thing. Why are we drinking IPAs? What, that, it gives you a wicked headache. You can't like them. No, you, you're lying do. to yourself. I know a lot of people that love IPAs. I like them. I like them. But I like having, I like, I wish I could get half pints of IPA. Yeah, like in a special, like if you're doing it, like it's an IPA or whatever, and it's a special cup that's specifically designed for you to get the best flavor out of it. Sure. Fine, whatever. But if you're drinking a tall boy that's getting hot in the sun, you're drinking a fucking 9% IPA. No, see, I'll, there are some that I like. Uh, I like half of Vicence. Yeah, yeah. Like wheat beers. Yeah, I like wheat beers a lot. I like wheat beers. They're delicious. But they're easy. They're either nice, easy, and they're tasty and flavorful. Yeah. That's the thing. All the things that people like about IPAs, like all the flavor and all the complex flavor profiles, you get that in wheat beer without the bitter and headache. Yeah. What's the... I don't understand. What is the issue? I also like an ale. I like an ale quite a bit. Um, 50s nail, right? Yes. Yeah. See, I find ales too sweet. I love it. But I like them. I like them. I like, I like them, them more than a lager. Lagers, I find like there's not enough there. The lagers just piss water. It is. It's just piss water. Same with pilsners. Yeah. Pil- if you steam drink pilsner, whistle, fuck yeah, off. Fuck steam whistle. <laughs> steam whistle tastes like rotten cranberries. It does. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not great. Remember that you had some in the fridge and I come over and you're like, you want a beer and you hand me a steam whistle and I was like, really? <laughs> I got those steam whistles off of a buddy who was like, oh, I bought a case to see if I'd like them. I had one and I didn't like them. You okay. want the rest of the case? And I was like, it's almost a case of free beer. I'm not going to yeah, say no. Yeah, fair enough. 
but something was off with that batch. I've no, had it's steam not, whistle. It's not. It's no, all the steam whistles. They were rotten, man. They all taste like I that. I swear to God, he must have had them in his trunk in the heat for like three weeks. No, dude. I'm telling you, I have them all the time. I've had them in bars, and they just taste like I have like them that. all the time. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. What's Rolling Rock? Rolling Rock. Oh, no. Rolling Rock is the one that tastes like rotten cranberry. Steam whistle's not too bad. Rolling, rolling Rock, I can't stand Rolling no. Rock. Yeah. They market steam themselves muscle, as like steam this I'm not a fan, but it's kind of gross. Fucking Rolling Rock is what I'm thinking of. It tastes like rotten cranberries. It's shit. Yeah, it's not great. Is that a Pilsner as well? I think so, yeah. It's like yeah. a shit beer. I don't, I don't know. If, I, I can't be bothered to remember things about yeah. these shitty beers. Oh, uh, I do like French rosés. Yeah, That's French rosés. That's my favorite rosé, or French. French or Italian cuisine? Ooh. That's actually really tough. Yeah, it is. They're totally different merits. I, I like them all. I like, like bo- I like both almost equally. Maybe equally. Because I love Italians for what Italians do best. And I love the French for, for what, what the, the French, French do best. best. Yeah, and it's hard. Because to... really, the big difference you're looking at there is butter and olive oil. Yeah. France is butter. Italy's, Italy's olive oil, oil right yeah. what's your favorite fat really this boils down to and i think mine's butter i love butter i love butter yeah <laughs> i love butter but then it's also like i don't know like do i prefer italian seafood or french seafood italian easily i don't know i love italian i love italian seafood Calamari. because they're dishes they're dishes yeah. but the french have this thing where they'll have a lot of seafood and it's like here is the seafood and it's just that and you appreciate the quality of the ingredient which i love yeah because i do love that food Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like italians with the fucking like cooked oysters Mm -hmm. right delicious Mm -hmm. but then the french will just shuck an oyster and it's just a plate of shucked oysters touch a lemon done yeah that's a french yeah you know what i mean and it's like, well, now I'm just appreciating a raw oyster, which is delicious, and I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Fair, like, you know what I mean? French it's hard. Onion, like French onion soups, though. French onion soups are amazing. Minestrone, also Minestrone, amazing. Minestrone, also amazing. Yeah. That's ah, that's rough. Like fresh Italian pasta. Phenomenal. The best. French bread. French bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Any assortment of French bread or Italian pasta, like their carbs. I think I think right? the French went on pastry. The French went on pastries. Yeah. I think. But I do love Italian desserts. Italian dessert by far. I know, but cannoli. Then, but at the same time, I think you got to take French, it by meal. French desserts are phenomenal. Pastry, French pastry desserts are yeah, like out of this world. And stuff. Oh, they're phen- yeah. a good one is yeah. good. But I still think the Italians win for cannoli. Okay. I think cannoli And gelato. Like, I and like gelato. Oh, fucking yeah. gelato, of yeah. course. Yeah. Gelato yeah. with some Prosecco poured on top. But then the French cakes. Yeah. You don't love cake? I love cake. Everyone loves cake. Good cake is really good. I think the French do beef better. I think the French do beef better. I Like roasts. Yeah. Yeah, they do roasts, but way better for sure. Yeah. Um, rabbit, Ita- don't, I don't sleep know. on Italian steak, though. What what's Italian steak? Like they have certain they have certain breeds of cow that are only in certain areas of Italy, and because of how like the area like the up like the middle north of Italy is great fantastic grazing for cattle, but it's such small areas that the cows are very very rare. They're very expensive, but they make fantastic steak like grass fed steak in Italy. Yeah, you don't think of it, but like Florence. Like that area. That's a big thing. Get it's a steak. Fantastic. When yeah. we were there, it was like the thing you had to get is you buy steak by the kilogram at the at the restaurant. And you don't tell them what how you want it cooked. Really? The chef cooks it to how it should be and you, you take it. I want And blue. it's just, well, I give it to you like rare. rare. You get it rare. But it's a kilogram, right? So it's, fuck, it's a porterhouse. Yeah. So it's a fucking big old steak. Yeah, I. How do you cook your steak? How do you like steak? Depends on the cut, really. Yeah, true. Okay, true. Like, depends on if there's the more fat, the more cooked I'll go. Yeah, like a ribeye. A ribeye medium I'll go rare. medium rare to rare, and then, like, but a fucking like a strip loin, I'll go or, blue. Yeah, strip loin or like a tenderloin. Tenderloin, I'll go like 
medium rare. Yeah, yeah, I'll cook it a little more. Like blue for me really it all depends on the thickness too. For like for me to really enjoy blue, I've got to cook it blue and then I got to slice it up really really thin. Yeah. And it's got to be like Where tiny and I just place side, it yeah. on my tongue. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how I got to like blue. I think a lot of people say they like blue for the clout yeah. and then cook themselves like a one and a half inch thick steak blue and then eat it and, and it they're sucks. Gross. Yeah, they're gross. And yeah. they pretend they like it because it's still like fridge cold. <laughs> yeah, this, you know so I mean? this is one thing I've noticed. Oh, like I love blue steak. I've been on blue steak for years. I tell people I like blue steak and then go for a steak with someone and then they get it blue too. Yeah. And they are like, oh, it's cold in the middle. And I'm like, yeah, it shouldn't be. Like it should be room temp. It should be room temp. Yeah. Like when I do a steak at home, I do them blue. But you got to pull it out of your fridge for like 45 minutes. Dude, 40 fuck 45 minutes. I will salt and pepper a steak and leave it sitting out for like two and a half hours. Well, you shouldn't do that. Oh yeah, two hours. Easy. Make you sick, buddy. Nope. Do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're ice cold when they come out. At least an hour. At yeah. least an hour. Yeah. And then I hit it like searing hot cast iron and then push it around the pan mm -hmm. to get like use the side of the pan to cook the edges yeah flip it do it again and then done a lot of people if there's a big fat cap on it neglect the fat sear yeah too. i hate that you have to because if fat. you're going blue you have to sear the fat yeah. or you just get the like gross cold fat is the gross. grossest shit yeah. in the yeah. world i guess mine's probably closer to rare than blue but it's right between mm-hmm the Italians do pork better. The Italians do pork better for sure. Pancetta, guanciale. Yeah. Duck. Pancetta. I don't know. Duck, I'm kind of torn between Italian and French. Yeah. The French do weird shit with birds. Yeah, they do. And I like it. Like pigeon? No, like this. Have you seen how they used to eat the small songbirds whole? Yeah. They would like drown them in like cognac and shit. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you would just like, they'd pluck them and then roast them. Uh, they used to like take their eyes out so they would always the birds would always think it's nighttime and that's when they eat so they would just eat like crazy and get super fat you ever heard of this it's that's called ortolan it's illegal yeah i bet and back when they used to eat it before it was illegal you had to eat it with a towel over your head like over the dish Why? so no one could watch you eat it because it was so shameful that you did that they recognized that it was a disgusting thing to do but it was but good yes it's fucking delicious like, because they're songbirds, and when they cook them, their bones break down, so you can eat the bones. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's actually fucked. Well, it's like fragois. Yeah. Fragois, like, they used to... They don't do it anymore. Now they just... They just, like, force-feed them, right? Yeah, they... Now they know that if you just wait till the end of fall, you can get fatty liver out of them. Yeah. Like, I want the it, They'll do it on their own. I want the foie treatment. I want the hose stuck Where down Where they, they literally put a funnel and then feed them full of I want fatty that. grains and stuff i want that so bad dude brutal. i want someone to do that with just like demi-glace we're <laughs> 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 like just hollandaise sauce oh yeah i just I want that hollandaise, down man. my neck yeah hollandaise like that's a superior sauce to what to the world i don't know really it's got specific uses I love it. I could drink hollandaise. Yeah. It's you ever do like, you ever do crab in hollandaise? Oh, that would be so good. It's so good. I, we got to stop so hungry now. Yeah, I know. I haven't eaten yet today. That's brutal. I haven't eaten yet. We're 43 minutes and we've talked about food. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Man, the time flies. All, All right. right. I got one. Okay. A professor in Denver was forced to resign because he had a clown fetish. What? He got off to people with clown makeup it's a thing are you serious yeah like remember that fucking what was that show with that girl uh big comfy couch remember that yeah yeah girls like that he was super into it and they caught him because he was telling all the girls in his class that they would get extra marks if they showed up to class in clown makeup <laughs> and they would get even more marks if they stayed after class and he painted it on them what yeah and then the administration found out and went this guy's weird and let him go well forced him to resign so that he doesn't get any of his benefits and shit that's fucked that is fucked talk about fucking just self-destructingly horny 
Yeah, that's like, you true. can't help yourself. You're like, I love the clown. I love the clown. Any other fetish, that guy would be a sex predator. Yeah, that's fucked. Like if up. he was into like shit. Yeah. He was like, if you wipe your ass with your essay, you get extra marks. Oh, that's a misfire. We talked about this. That's misfiring in the brain. Yeah, yeah, the the fetishes like yeah, that, and the, the stuff that's supposed to show disgust. Hypothalamus. I don't think clowns are intended to show disgust, though. No, Except for you, you fucking hate them. I but. hate clowns. Yeah, I punch you I and this guy more than one clown in the face in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, what was the oldest you were when you punched a clown? Like eighteen. That's too old. Yeah, you can't get away with it. The no, I a six year old can too. sock a clown. I saw like, the oh. first time I ever socked one though. I was only like thirteen. My mom thought it'd be funny, and like a clown showed up, and we were at the flea market, and she was like, "Oh, come here, say hi to my be son." A... And I turned around and decked this clown. <laughs> I'm gonna be a clown for Halloween. I will fucking kill you. No, you won't. You, yeah. love, me, you love me too much. You wouldn't do that, dude. To me. I will be so I'll... mad at you. <laughs> I will hang around you all night. Fuck off. I think I'd make a good clown. I will be pissed if you're a clown <laughs> for Halloween. That is a no in our friend group. <laughs> I'm gonna tell everyone in our friend group to be clowns. That's fucked. I will have that's nightmare. You'll fuel. have a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I walk into the fucking Halloween party, everyone's a clown. I will literally have a fucking. Panic what about attack. mimes? Do mimes freak you out? Uh, like a little. I don't know. It's like borderline. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're I'm close. Even, I'm thinking it, it's like give me anxiety. Like if I walked in here, like we're doing a party at your mm. place, I fucking walk in, all our friends are clowns. And they're like, wow, they come running towards me. I will fucking jump off the balcony. <laughs> well, you can't because someone would stand up there and then build a wall. <laughs> the mime wall, and then you can't get through it. <laughs> That's fucked. That's so fucked. I would literally run down the stairs as fast as I could. I wouldn't even wait for the elevator. No. I would sprint out of the building. I'd oh, be gone. Do you remember when there was everyone talking about killer clowns around? Yeah, that was my fucking was real life apocalypse. Was that the worst time for you? That was an apocalypse happening in my brain. They were like... <laughs> Yeah, like, people are telling me, like, oh, yeah, there's fucking, like, clowns yeah. out trying to scare people. And, like, they were worried about them hurting people because they had knives. And the one guy had a chainsaw. And I was like, oh, my God. It's happening. And, I like, I used to go on a lot of bike rides and stuff back then. Yeah. And, like, go for runs and shit through the park. And I went for a run. And I got to the tail end of this park. And it, like, kind of comes out. And there's, like, just, just the path and forest. Mm-hmm. And I fucking am running. And shit you not... And I look to my right, and there's a guy coming out of the bush, like, and he's dressed as a clown. And I sprinted. I bet you my heart rate was like 230. <laughs> <laughs> like, I sprinted so goddamn fast out of there. My buddy, yeah, I'm not gonna say his name. My buddy was with me running, and he saw it too. And he's like, dude, I've never seen you move that fast. <laughs> I was like, you're clearing zones gone gone i was like get me the fuck out of here like ran i got out to the road and started flagging cars to get me the fuck out of there like what is it about clowns i was having a panic attack man like i was fucked clowns are whimsical no they're They're not they're evil they do they make balloon animals that's fucked up dude that's fucked (laughs) up oh yeah no that makes me like sick inside okay yeah. What makes you feel like a man, then? Uh, I don't know. I can't think about clowns. Don't think about clowns. <laughs> think about anything other than clowns. What do you think? What, what makes me feel like a man? What makes you feel know. like a man? Getting up in the morning and banging my girlfriend? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what the... Way... Helping people makes me feel like a man. Okay, like, what makes you... I See, I, I suppose define what it is to be a man. Like, I don't know. That's up to you. I think it's different for everybody. For me, a man is. Uh, are we talk? Are you referring to being a man as having integrity? I think so. Okay, so then, yeah, sure. Stuff like helping people makes me feel like I have integrity. Backing into a parking spot makes me feel like a man. Okay. Parallel right. parking on the first try. Parallel parking on the first try makes me feel like a god. Yeah, I'm fucking. Yeah. The second that happens, you slide it in. You're like, yeah, I'm sick. Yeah, but you can't. You got to play it off. Like you can't be like yeah, chill about like, it. Whatever, man. Like, fucking third one. I do today. that every time. Yeah, <laughs> you're like sweating. Because <laughs> like almost every time I parallel park, there's someone in the lane that's like waiting for me to do it so they can go. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. No time to fuck it up. 
Yo, I'm know, making people late you know what, if I fuck this up. You know what up. does make me feel manly? What's that? Is when a dude who looks bigger and stronger than me, like, can't... Fuck something up? No, like, can't do something, and then I walk up and do it real quick. Yeah. Then I'm like, that's right, bitch. <laughs> that's right. Being the only person in the room that can open the jar. Yes. Oh. Yes, here you go. I loosened it for you. Fuck off. Yeah. Let me have my moment. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I loosened it. The best is, well, you worked in kitchens. You just slap the bottom and it pops it. You know. Yeah, or a serrated knife. Yeah, just against the, the edge of it. Yeah. You know what the actual best way to do is? What? Hot water. Oh, yeah, just you run, reheat the inside. No, it uh, heats the material of the lid and it expands a little bit. Oh, okay. That's the best way to do it, especially I, if you've got a metal lid on a jar. I normally just ding it with like a spoon or something. Just all you got to do is put a little dent in it to break that seal. And then you're... Yeah, yeah, it's the pressure of the inside yeah. that's fucking it up. Yeah, because they get so, it real hot. Take and a listen to it. this, ladies. Uh, if you want to make your boyfriend I feel like a bitch. feel like a bitch, ask him to open a really stuck jar when he can't do it. Do one of these tricks. Open it right in front of his bitch ass face. Yeah, and be like, "Yeah, you suck. Yeah, you suck. I'm staying with my sister." Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> um so i do have some funny stuff here all right Lay it uh, on the, funny the real canadian superstore says that the best the perfect pairing this is on a coupon i just saw that they were advertising the shit out of yeah um the perfect pairing is heineken double zero and the fucking what, shooting yourself no just listen heineken there was a coupon for Heineken Double Zero and Eve's, like, fucking fake meat burger patties. And he, if you buy them together, you get a deal. And I was like, what kind of soy boy bitch <laughs> rolls up and is like, that is a perfect pairing. I'm going to get non-alcoholic beer, which is a waste of your fucking time. Drink, drink water. Drink water. And, and a fucking vegan soy patty. Just eat vegetables. Just have some vegetables. That's the thing. You know what? I have no problem with being vegetarian or vegan. Not at all. The no. substitutes suck. I have no problem with you being an alcoholic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Don't lie to yourself and say a non-alcoholic beer is the same. It's not. Sometimes I just want to go home and have a beer after work. Yeah, yeah you want a beer. You want a beer because you you're a booze bag. <laughs> yeah, you don't want this. <laughs> yeah. You don't want fake turkey. What you want oh. is vegetables. It's the same thing with veggie burgers. Use a mushroom patty. Make a patty out of like beans. Dude, and I was rice. gonna say the best the one of my favorite sandwiches to make for myself is a black bean patty. Yeah. They're delicious and I make them like a burger and I love them. Yeah. They're great. Don't there's, don't buy the imitation with meat. Yeah, going and getting a soy boy, like you're a fucking soy boy. That's the <laughs> biggest insult I could possibly dish out aside from calling someone a loser. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're quite a loser. You're not a loser, but you're a soy boy bitch. It's like, funny. Like, someone's fucking your wife, but it's not you. <laughs> I don't subscribe to the whole soy making estrogen thing. I really don't. What do you mean? There's, you don't have to subscribe to it. It's science. It's not science. What are you talking about? I will, I'll, I'll show you articles that show that's not true. If it's anything, absolutely true. You know what produces the most estrogen in your body? Plastics. Dairy. Oh, dairy's really Eating bad. dairy. You can't call someone a soy boy and then chug your double-double every day. Yeah, I know. Okay? You have That's more true. estrogen I drink black coffee. on your body. I drink black coffee. I know, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. The level of estrogen being produced by your body eating dairy is much more than anything from soy. Yeah, dairy is horrendous. You're right. Dairy is horrendous. Dairy is absolutely horrendous But I don't want to take it away because I love dairy. No, that's fine. That's yeah. fine to produce estrogen in your body. It's good. No, we yeah, you need, some you need you some estrogen, but better. you don't want too much or you'll be a bitch. Your bathroom doesn't smell like piss all the time. It's good to have a little estrogen, okay? What? That's just having a girlfriend. No, no, no. Like, be, be your own girlfriend is what I'm saying. But you don't do that. No, because I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be my own. I was my own when I lived with you guys. No, our house was just gross. <laughs> that was actually really <laughs> fucking gross. Dude, we had like multi-week-old beer stains on the floor that we were like, ah, we got to mop that. <laughs> anyway, you want a beer? <laughs> you know, we threw a party one time where someone got a haircut and the hairs that were cut off of his head stuck to the beer that was on the floor and we didn't touch it for like two days. Dude, it was brutal. <laughs> and then the beer got that like sticky film full of hair. Uh. I remember one time me and you did so a grocery gross. shop and we were using like reusable bags or whatever. 
and we forgot we got like chicken fillets yeah or whatever and we forgot to take them out of the bag and put them in the fridge and we only noticed three days later Oh, yeah. When they were just, the bag was That's sitting gross. on the couch. And I was like, man, it smells like shit That's in here. fucking brutal. And found them. They were all leaking and shit. Yeah, disgusting, dude. That couch, there's no way that was safe. No. Um. What? Sorry, I do have a couple. Okay, so I have one serious thing I want to do before we're done. Okay. Ending on a serious note. I, like I want to I wanna open this up and it not to be a bunch of racist conservatives that chime in. But okay. I think it's something that does need to be talked about. And we've talked about it a little bit. And I want to put it out there and people should talk about it. Mm-hmm. We need to open up the conversation about immigration. Yes. Asylum claimants are pouring into the Toronto area at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. Canada does not owe the world the deed of housing and feeding the poor. Yes, we do. We don't. It's part but, of being part of the UN. Okay, but hold on. I I think if we want to take on that mission, actually, then we need to have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. There is no plan in place. Simply getting them here is not the answer. You piss people off and you are false. You're falsely causing distrust and hatred towards the people who don't deserve it. Yeah. These people are taking an opportunity to leave their country because we advertise to them. And then they get here and then they're met with hostility because people are pissed about the mass immigration but it's like it's not the individual's fault if you want to blame someone blame our government for not having a system in place to house these people when they get here do you know what my my theory hold up, is hold up, okay because let me finish let me finish okay in the last 20 months shelter requests from uh political asylum so and like just asylum mm-hmm. people are immigration like immigrants who come here and then have nowhere to live mm-hmm have grown 500% in 20 months. Yeah. 500%. They, they've they received an additional $97 million to pay for shelter, and it's done nothing. This is just Toronto. This is happening across the country and through the U.S. Every single day, this is the number now, for months now, every single day in the United, or in Toronto, there is 2,800 claimants for shelter from homeless political refugees and immigrate and mm-hmm. immigrants you can't go to another country and pitch to them a good life and tell them to come here and then what you get them over here and that's good enough our winters are fucking brutal people will die yeah and you have you're just exacerbating a pre-existing homelessness problem that has no plan and no one's doing anything about it and like frankly i'm gonna call out here i like Fucking Trudeau's solution to looking good is that what you're just gonna immigrate people to the country. And again, I'm not blaming the immigrant. Yeah, I'm not blaming the immigrant. I'm blaming the system in place because now you have, say, Indian people. It's known you'll have like fucking twelve people living in a three bedroom apartment. It's because there's literally no fucking housing. Yeah. Like there's literally nowhere to live. Yeah. Like, we have no houses, and then people bitch about it, and it's like, are bitching about immigration. Like, sure, yeah, we're getting a massive influx of people from India. I understand it's uncomfortable. It's change. I understand. But at the same time, like, this is fucked, man. This is a systemic issue that comes from the top. You want to hate somebody for this? Hate your fucking prime minister. Like, hate the people who are doing nothing. Even, like, people who hate Dougie Ford, who runs Ontario, for anyone who's listening outside of Ontario... This dude literally made a public statement calling out the prime minister saying that he got an additional 500,000 immigrants that got offloaded to Ontario and his notice was 24 hours to give them housing. And he was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do in 24 hours to house half a million people? Mm -hmm. That's insane. That's a big city. That's fucked. Yeah. Like we're not set up for these people to come here and you're pitching parades over in other countries being like yeah come to the country it's great there's so much room for you and there's none like sorry go ahead my my theory on it is is that uh the replacement rate of our population was going down yeah right so we weren't growing as a population as fast as people want because and then they bring people in to drive wages down because if there's a if there's less of a workforce then the jobs have to pay more yeah 
to have people in to like have people work to those jobs to walk, work them, right yeah. so i think there's a very concerted effort by large companies in this country to bring in a lot of low-skilled labor in to keep wages down because the con- the companies don't care if they're paying a white guy or a brown guy yeah right on that scale it doesn't matter you're just filling job positions right yeah but if the only option is like if there's like less people to take the jobs less mm-hmm. qualified people then different companies have to raise their wages and compete with each other for this workforce. But if you bring a bunch of people in, then there's more people to fill those jobs, especially if people are desperate for jobs, like immigrants would be, because you spent a fuck ton of money to get here, right? And you've got to set your whole life up. You need a job right away. There's no like taking three months to find a job or like you educating s- yourself yeah. to be up to par or yeah, like country. going to school or something unless yeah. you already come from money, in which case finding a place yeah. to live isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But if you're poor and you're coming here, you got to set your shit up right away. Yeah. Right. So you're going to take anything so that it, it devalues the bargaining of the worker. Yeah. Right. It makes it harder for people to fight for better wages. Uh, I, I And I understand like... Uh, I understand that, and I do agree with you that, like, as much as we may not always like it, we do have a responsibility because we're so resource-rich to help people when we can. Do Mm. I think that we have to house them here? No. I don't, frankly. I think that you're willingly destroying the environment that we live in. We're one of the last wildly natural places in the world. Most of the world is developed. We hold something very sacred in that we have natural environment. And the more people you immigrate here, the more you're willing to destroy it. Mm -hmm. The more people that exist in this country, the more you're willing to give that up. Have you ever heard the thing where they were talking about there are no poor countries? Countries aren't poor anymore. Countries aren't poor, especially in the last like couple hundred years. Yeah. Right. There are countries that take and there are countries that have been taken from. Yeah. Right. Africa and India and a lot of Asia and South America are very resource rich. Yeah. They just didn't keep that money in their country because it was taken from them. Yeah. Right. We talk about how we have all this stuff in like Europe and North America and stuff, but we took a lot of that wealth oh, from other places. Right. Now, I think I, yes and no. Like, yes, uh, Europe's horrendous for that. I would say that the U.S. and Canada, like, well, the U.S. built itself on slavery. But Canada, exactly. <laughs> Canada's built itself on well, the self- back of the British Empire. Yeah, but our our current economic state is founded on Canadian hard work. Yeah, put into natural resource. Like our number one exports are all natural resource. Yeah, whether you want to acknowledge oil as natural resource or not, you fucking hippies. But it is. And, like, we export these things and it generates tons of income for us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just fucking way it is. That is the way it is. But you can't just look at it as just right now. You have to look at, like, like right now, sure. Like, we might not be ripping tons of product out of Africa or whatever. Yeah, we're not. But, you know, the British Empire at its peak did. For show did. Yeah. Right? Tons. Tons Tons. Tons and tons. That's why they were the richest empire on the planet. Was because they set up colonies that just stripped wealth. Yeah. No, I agree. I I don't know. I'm bothered, I think, to the main point. I'm bothered that our system is not in place. I'm bothered that Mm -hmm. we have this push for immigration and we have a push to help people. Mm -hmm. And I understand it. And I agree. Yeah, help people. But you have to fix your systemic issues. I think that's the difference between what you think and what most people think. Because I think a lot of people instinctively go to then kick them out of the country where you're going that's to not we the need solution. to build the system. No, that's not the solution. You have to like what should have happened is you should have said, okay, we wanna start helping people and like obviously there's gonna be mass migration, things are getting hotter. Immigrants also help us. They too. do, they do. No, right. no, I know. I'm just saying as far as like um housing. Yeah. You needed to be ten years in advance, like I'm gonna we're gonna mass produce housing. Yeah. You can't do it as a reaction to their no, homelessness. It takes, too long. it takes too long. It takes too long and you're destroying people's lives in the process. Can you imagine how horrendous it would be if you lived in a country like India and life sucked mm-hmm. and then you get a ticket to go 
life sucks, but you have a house and you eat and like things are generally okay. Yeah. But it just sucks there. Yeah. And then you get a ticket to go to Canada for a life that you're promised from all their ads, mm-hmm. like a fucking military recruiter. And then you show up in Canada and you're homeless with your family and good luck surviving. Yeah. And also, what the fuck? most you just, of the just, population looks on you with disgust. With disgust, yeah. And so now what? Now you're you just destroyed your life for a promise from a government that is far from delivering and is literally years out from delivering. Yeah, that's fucking atrocious. And then, okay, you're gonna try to you're gonna try to make it work because that's what you do because you're an industrious little bastard. <laughs> And you fucking move 12 of you and your friends into one apartment so you can afford to live mm-hmm. and fucking have the housing to live. And then people are going to call you a cockroach and say you live like cockroaches. And that's going to be the fucking narrative surrounding your people. That's fucked. It is fucked. That's fucked. Like, that's not okay. And and honestly, I'm not blaming the people. I A little bit of blame to the people with the fucking racial views. Like, settle your shit. But not as much as you'd think. I don't have that much... Like, I'm not that angry at them. Because I understand that's a massive inconvenience. They're just ignorant of the They're just ignorant to the issue. And so I'm not that mad at them. And I'm not mad at the immigrant. I'm pissed at the system in place and the people running it. The fact that you haven't fucking dealt with this. And the fact that you're allowing... You're allowing an enormous amount of segregation to happen in your country. And not only that, you're fueling it. You're going to bring people here from another country knowing that they're going to get hated and you're going to fucking incite racism in a country that has been known for a long time as one of the friendliest, most peaceful countries in the world. And you're going to fucking destroy it. Yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. I would punch a motherfucker in the face over this. <laughs> That's the call to action. That's the call to punch action. Punch Trudeau in the face. No. <laughs> Kill local politicians. Burn down your city hall. No, we can't say that. You actually can get a huge trouble. Don't say that. Yeah, we take as that. a joke. As a joke. <laughs> but I'm a real guy. Yeah. Don't, I'll local lose my journalism license. Local politicians are way better. Yeah, if you if you want to incite change in your community Talk. more directly, local politicians, your municipal politics Talk are the most important them. politicians they are. in your life, and no one give no one knows who the fuck their MP is. No one even knows or who they are, and those motherfuckers are counselor. supremely important to actually like your day to day life change. Yeah. yeah, if you want to manifest change in your community, you need to be vocal with your local MP. You do. You need to stand on the corner holding signs. Yeah, screaming your local politician. At the you're, if you live in the states, you're fucking email your governor. Yeah, you can email the governors. You can, and they'll respond. I'm gonna email one right after this. Yeah, if you live in the states, if you live in Canada, talk to your MP, talk to your fucking premier, bombard them with emails. They will force change. The squeaky wheel gets the fucking grease, folks. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we have been. J Money and C Griff, political experts. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Thank you very As much for everything folks. you've heard this episode. Stay reasonable. Keep doubting. I love it. If you guys like funny, hilarious, goofy, goober, silly boys podcast, that is a good place to find yourself. <laughs>